1: For what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, General Advice Show. I'm Josh Waston.
2: And I am Lance Timmerman. What a
1: shitty fucking day, Lance. It only got worse. Um, did you know Todd Erlich at all?
2: I did. Not, not well, but I, my very first IDS I, in Cologne, I ran into him in the big zaddy himself, August de Oliveira. Um. And then interacted on social media ever yeah. since. So
1: just a great guy. And uh just heartbreaking to hear that he, he passed away today at like eleven AM from a uh from a motorcycle accident. And um it just is like he he came up on this show back in June because I don't know if you remember the AGD meeting that was like uh-huh. a fucking train wreck. Yeah. He saved my ass with hand pieces. Yeah, he, yeah no, yeah. And I sent him a thank you note and cookies the next day. Uh And he, um, sent me a note saying, thank you for the cookies. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I don't think that's how that's supposed to work. Like I'm thanking you for saving my ass. You don't need to thank me for thanking you with cookies. Um, just a great dude. And, uh, the world is worse today because, because of his, his loss. I didn't believe it at first. So I had to call August. Yeah, And uh, August told me that, that it was true. And obviously August is just like, uh, you know, Can't imagine. Yeah, not, um, you know, having, a, having a hard time, you know, getting his, his brain around it because this, yeah. is this guy is teaching partner, you know? And so f- for those of you that don't know Todd, Todd, a lot of Surik, um, at a place called digital enamel, which was in Austin and, and August did this sort of CAD design and 3d printing part of that, of that endeavor. And, um, you know, just a, a great, a great educator, a great CEREC educator. I mean, one of the, one of the guys that like, if you got a CEREC and needed to get training, like that's one of the places that, that you would go. It's like digital enamel or C-docs, you know? Right. And uh, yeah. I remember probably my first DS world, maybe 2016. Mm-hmm. Todd was there, he and August had gotten digital enamel motorcycle jackets because I think Todd spoke on the main stage that year. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he, he loved his motorcycles. He loved, he loved those things and did a lot of training, um, at the F1 circuit, uh, would, 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 uh, do a lot of like the, the racing training stuff. Right. And, uh, had a, had a Ducati and stuff like that. And, and, um, you know, that ended up being, being the thing that, that, uh, you know, I mean, that's, he ended up being on the motorcycle, you know, when, when, when it all ended and that's just, yeah just a shame man so i I don't know i don't know how funny we're gonna be tonight
2: (laughs) i i i don't sense much
1: yeah Yeah. um it's just hard you know i mean there's a lot of shitty people in this industry just like any other industry not that dentistry is any worse but there's a lot of people with big egos and and it's all about them and and todd was never like that not so when, when one of the good ones you know, goes too soon. I mean, I don't know how, how old Todd was, but my guess is you're around your age. Yeah. I think you graduated Dylan's school around 97, 98, somewhere in there. Yeah. So that puts him, I was 98 you know, early fifties. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, it's too young to go. It's too young to go. And, and, you know, the other problem is, is like, there's like, who can, his practice and his teaching center are, are together. Mm-hmm. Like who's, who are you can find that's going to buy that practice and be able to do it. What he did. It's just, it's, it's a very, very 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 short list of people um and so it's just it's it's just a you know even if you didn't know todd personally it's a loss for the industry you know um yeah, and it's just sure. it's just sad um it's sad when we lose a good one and especially with something like that that's just sort of needless you know that's just a, a stupid accident you know that mm-hmm. i i don't know the details around it but yeah i don't know um you know i, I don't know i I have heard some people say like, oh, this is motorcycles, man. They're, you know, and I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was no fault of his own. And, and that's, mm-hmm. I guess part of the deal for most people who ride motorcycles is they have to be super, super, super vigilant because of everyone yeah. around them can kill them. Um, but, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. It just, it sucks when the world loses a good one. And, uh, I was just in, in shock when I, when I heard it, uh, early yeah. afternoon today. And yeah, um, I
2: found out at the end of the day, I was, Busy, so I wasn't on social media, and then when I did, it was, yeah, I, yeah, I messaged August to just check in, and
1: yeah, yeah. Well, we will we will remember Todd um, forever, and and yeah. I, Todd, you know, like I said, loan loan me handpieces was always there for me. He put me on. He had like a Facebook show for digital enamel that he would do, uh-huh. right? And I was on there uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, when I was in town, he like <laughs> drove me to his office was like, Hey, we're going to record an episode of this. Like, all right. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know just, and, and he, he was also an amazing photographer. I don't know if you knew that about yeah,
2: him. Uh, that Milky Way stuff was awesome. Yeah.
1: He's like a, a really great astrological photographer and he would like take these, yeah. these trips like way out, you know, in, into, into places like way out in the, in, into the country where there was no lights anywhere and no, no yeah. noise or no, uh, no noise pollution, no light pollution. Yeah. And um, and would take these like really gorgeous, like long, long exposure shots of like the Milky Way and mm-hmm. and 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 really the cosmos, I guess I would say. There's a difference yeah. between like taking a picture of the moon and like the pictures that he took, which are like really oh, like yeah. the fucking cosmos. Like this is like could have been the cover of like an Isaac Asimov book, you know, or oh, whatever. Easily. All those all those shots. So easily. just a super talented guy and, and it just man, it fucking sucks when it's when it's a good one, man. It's like yeah. There's so many assholes. Like, let me just make a fucking list. Like, we can knock out five of these other assholes, and, oh, easy. Keep, and keep Todd around. You know? Um, yeah. So, who we
2: talk to about the trade.
1: Yeah. Who can we trade? Can we trade? Because I can come up with about 15 people right now that easy. <laughs> that I would be willing to uh, to, to trade for, for Todd. So, Todd, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll remember you always, buddy. And uh, you are gone too soon. And uh, we we will remember. We will remember. Um, Lance, uh, in in, uh, what I would consider today real-life horror, um, it's the spooky season.
2: Yes. Yes, it is.
1: We've never talked about how do you feel about horror movies.
2: Um, I've had to partake more lately. My kids are totally into them. And so um, it dawned on us a a few weeks ago, we've been actually pounding out a lot of horror films just to either... Catch up or, or just stay aware. Like I, I'd, I'd never seen Halloween, and the so original, like nineteen seventy eight or whatever. Yeah. Uh so we watched that last week.
1: Okay, that was uh, today's um, rewatchables with. Uh, oh, really? With Bill Simmons. Yep.
2: Okay. It was interesting. And then uh, a couple of days later, we were watching on Netflix, and there's a series called "The Movies That Shaped Us" or something like yeah. that. And one of them was Halloween. So, when they went through it, since it was so fresh in mind... Yeah. Um, we watched Carrie two weeks ago, the
1: original Sissy Spacek Did you get your and, period?
2: Uh, no, but I learned a lot. Has <laughs> a dad of three daughters. Yeah, because so was going
1: you probably should have watched that when they were, when your youngest was like 13. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was... A little bit.
2: I, I, honestly, I thought it was more sad <laughs> than <Yeah>. scary.
1: <laughs> it is very sad. Yeah. Um, so... I'm. I'm. I've never been a huge horror guy. Like I, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, on it. Like I've. I've. S- anything that's a a hit, probably, or or like a high grossing movie that's a yeah. horror movie. I've seen. You know, from yeah. The Conjuring to Get Out and Exorcist and Halloween and stuff like that. There yeah. was one that I missed a couple years ago that I caught up on on a plane over the weekend, and oh. I want your 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 takes on. In fact, it's it's something that's been in the culture. Really, since like I was a young kid and I never really partook in it, didn't know anything about it really, other than just like the movie cover. And Mm -hmm. uh, but kind of binged it this weekend. That's that's the movie, it or the or the franchise, it. What what, do you have any experience? Have you seen any of them?
2: Actually, no, I I didn't see the Tim Curry one, but way back in the 90s, I didn't see the remake. Um,
1: So on a plane over the weekend, I watched the 2017 remake. Okay. That was my first exposure. Holy fuck, it's really good. It's really good. Okay. Um. Then I watched the part two of yeah. the 2017 one that came out like a couple years or couple a year years. after that, whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Not as good, a little wonky, but still pretty good.
2: Was that still a Stephen King thing, or is this somebody that just took his idea
1: and no, made I mean, a sequel? No, I mean, they just sort of updated it because... So then the next thing I watched was like, well, I've never seen the one from. I've never seen the one from like the 80s, you know, Mm -hmm. the Tim Curry one. Right. And so I watched that. Not nearly as good. A lot of problems. Really really weird. Just super dated. Um, Hmm. Okay. Richard Thomas is the star. And.
2: uh, The kid from
1: E.T.? No, that's. that's that was uh I don't care.
2: Richard was that John Boy?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who it was. <laughs> okay. I can't remember the name of the kid from E.T., but it's not that's not him.
2: Nobody can. That's why his career is
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's from San Antonio. That kid oh, from really? E.T. Yeah. Oh. Um I want to say it's Elliot, but that's his fucking name and uh yeah. that's Henry Thomas.
2: Henry Thomas. Henry
1: okay. Thomas. no, no relation. <laughs> um huh. Elliot or Richard Thomas was uh was from, he was in uh, the Americans. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. More recently, that's what kind of younger people may know him from. Right. Um, but I, he was I, also I, in the Waltons.
2: I that, aged myself by calling like, him oh, John Boy.
1: Well, yeah. that's, I, that's where he's like, a, he was during that time basically household yeah. name. Yeah. Because of that. And he, he starred in it. And it just wasn't the, the way Tim Curry played the clown was weird. Hmm. Um, I, You know, it was really just the cover art that kind of made that scary. It wasn't really scary at all. Um, hmm, the twenty seventeen okay. version is is suspenseful, and there 's some scariness to it, and obviously the clown is like way scarier pennywise is obviously like just the look of him you know compared compared right. put those two next to each other, and the twenty seventeen yeah. one 's terrifying um but the the interesting thing about it is and the way the reason I think I liked it was the, the thing that like all right Michael Myers is just like a slasher right yeah. he' was, mm-hmm. uh, granted he 's like the the apex mountain of of slasher right he 's like the The pinnacle, right? Like he's every other slasher that's ever been in a movie has been based off of Michael Myers in some way or another, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's a slasher. It's like a crazed person that's there to kill you. Whatever it is, the thing about it that that does make it like that makes it, I think, even more scary, but in a realer way, is the fact that like it just uses whatever, like it uses what your deepest fears are Mm -hmm. against you. And so that's like that to me is like it like it says something about you, you know. That's mm. that I think is 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 more scary than just like oh, there's this random guy here that just wants to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. So I I just feel like it's a little bit deeper, more more psychological. But okay. it is very good. I would highly recommend the new one, the 2017 one. This the sequel, the it chapter two. You could probably skip if you wanted okay. to. All right. um, but that it like the two thousand and seventeen is just unbelievable, and the kids are really good it's got that kid from stranger, stranger. things yeah. um I think that's the only kid that like is really known mm, um, okay. but the the fat kid in it is named the the character's name is ben it's just like it's just like it's he just plays it like so sweetly, and you mm. just are like really rooting for this kid the whole time mm-hmm. it's just it's really good, so if any of you like haven't seen it and like like horror. Watch that one. Don't watch the old one. Don't watch it, chapter two. I've actually just started reading the book. Um, and the book is set, the book came out in the 80s. So it's set as they're adults, but it's talking about something when they were kids. So it's like the late 50s. Gotcha. And I really like the idea of shifting that to where they're kids in the late 80s. Because that's like the kids in, in the 2017 yeah. version are my age, are, are the age that I would have been. Okay. So it's like they're in the same grade that I would have been in, like nineteen eighty nine or whatever. Gotcha. Um, so I, I so it just like maybe that's what resonated with me a little bit more as well. Yeah. Um, versus the first one where it's like the, it's like the fucking fifties and they're putting like fucking playing cards on the spokes of their bikes and shit like that, like stupid, right. <laughs> <laughs> stupid shit. Uh-huh. Uh, um, so yeah, g- give it, give it a shot. Um, if you had if you had like a top three. What, 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 would your, what would your top three horrors be? Obviously, Halloween, it, it feels like.
2: Yeah, I thought it was well done. I, I liked... One thing, I, I'm not a big fan of the, just the, the gory slasher stuff. So, like when yeah, I saw like the Friday, Friday the, the 13th. 13th. Yeah. yeah, that was just people trying to see how far they, they could push the special and, effects.
1: In those 80s like, slasher movies, either Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street or any of those, any teenager that has sex gets killed. Yeah. It's like, if your dick comes out, you are fucking dying pretty much
2: yeah and that's what they talk about uh, in scream it, it's nice when they dissect everything yeah. and they they're giving the narrative okay so this is what happened so we know that the that's why scream was so different I, I put scream up there and, yeah and it, well, it's not really a scary movie though I didn't think but it was it was interesting but I liked how they would dissect it you know Jamie Kennedy explaining how the the killer does this and and, and they, they made sure that Nev Campbell who was Kind of promiscuous. Made sure she survived because it was going against the grain. Of the we 80s. are
1: like this. We are so nineties right now. Like, uh, <laughs> what, what was the first name you said? Jimmy Kennedy, Nev Campbell. Yeah, this is, we are deep nineties. <laughs> deep nineties.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ninety six. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought Nightmare on Elm Street was just funny. Yeah,
1: so. it, it it really kind of goes over the line. Yeah. Uh, into comedy. Yeah, so the ones- which is just, really that that like that that between the '80s, between like Halloween and '78, uh-huh. and Scream in '96, there's a lot of that.
2: Well, it was funny. I I, I always remember. I, I watched The Shining when I was like 11, and I just remember being scared shitless.
1: Yeah, and but I'd again, f- it's more like it's more of the psychological thing, right? It's more yeah, about absolutely. like the thing that preys on your weaknesses. That's not just like a a killer.
2: Well, and then. I watched it you know last month as we were all trying to catch up, and, and my, I kept telling my daughters never to watch the shining, so we finally did, and i'm watching it, and by the end they're looking at me like, "This scared you and i 'm like, yeah, well I was 10. it's Shut a different,
1: up. it's a different kind of <laughs> it 's a different kind of horror yeah it really is a uh, a different kind of horror. I would go. Um, I would I like I said it I just really enjoyed. Um mm-hmm. I thought it was a very enjo- like an enjoyable horror movie which okay. is a little <laughs> but it just I don't know there's just a lot of stuff in it that was great. Yeah. Um I I'd still put the exorcist up there. Like I Oh I, yeah. That's one of those things where it's like again it's this like a demon from the fucking Middle East or so like from Babylon or some shit. Like what the fuck are you supposed to do? Like what what do you yeah. do? There's just nothing you can do. So, but that was, was pretty, um, the, I, I probably saw that when I was probably 10 or 11, probably too young yeah. to have seen the exorcist, but, um, and the omen freaked me out
2: and I, cause I was, I do,
1: eight. I do like the omen. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like, what the fuck do you do? Like this is just yeah. this, like kid, uh, th- another one that really freaked me out that, that is again, uh, it, it's a, it's a, a place where you could maybe see yourself, mm-hmm. um, and that's the strangers. Have you ever seen the strangers? It's about this guy that sits on his hand and then jerks off. Um, mm. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's like Liv Tyler, and uh, that's like th- that's like the only one that that really okay. is is a star in it. But they're no, just like at this it. house, like kind of like in the in a rural area, and just these fucking crazy people and weird masks show up and just for no reason, hmm. just tried and just. Just just three people in weird masks, just for no reason, kill. Trying to kill these this couple, um, hmm. and you never find out why. You never find oh. out who they are. You never find out any of it. It's just all like it's just like home invasion wow. by three unknown assailants, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. And it's just the fucking randomness of it that it is. That's like to me the scary thing um, yeah. is just that this is just fucking random crime, you know, and that's. Yeah, that I'm is, afraid. there's like a scariness to that, right? Whereas like Michael Myers, it's like, oh, like, well, that's her brother, and you know, uh, there's right. an Indian barrel ground or some, you know, like <laughs> I don't, whatever, It's some shit, you know, I don't know. Yeah. This is just like fucking random crazy people just show at your house and are not mm. going to rest until they fucking kill you, and yeah, it's like not a fan. Nothing you can do about it, you know, um, other than hopefully have a Glock 19 in your side table. That's the only thing I can I can tell there you. you. Um so that's a good one. It's it's also uh, much more like a, obviously a psychological thriller, right? Yeah. Sure. Um a lot of jump scares and and things like that in it, but one mm-hmm. one that'll mess you up. So that would be my three, would be it. The Stranger and um Exorcist. Exorcist. Mhm. Exorcist was uh, I remember like uh when they did the rewatchables for the Exorcist, they um like read some old news stories and it was like people were like passing out in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And like throwing up in the movie theater because it was so intense. Like in 19, whatever, 76 or whenever that came out, that shit had like never been done. You know, mm-hmm. nobody had ever seen anything like that. Like it was that wild. right? Um, so, you know, really the first one to do that. Now there's been a bunch of those like sort of yeah. um, exorcism-esque kind of movies. Um, but yeah. yeah, pretty wild. Pretty wild. I'm pretty sure that, that they get a little girl in that movie to say your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> There's a line in that movie that like a nine-year-old girl says. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Linda Blair. <laughs> Pretty wild.
1: <laughs> Pretty wild. Hey, I found an article on uh, gizmodo.com titled The 12 Best or at Least Most Reasonable Halloween Costumes of 2021. Oh. You want me to go through this list?
2: All right. Are we got The Slutty Nurse? Uh, and, uh, yeah. Sl- I
1: mean, there. yes. I, it's a lot of that. <laughs> okay. So the the first one is wife life, sexy cartoon character costume. And this is very much a sexy Wilma from the Flintstones. (laughs) Now I don't know like cartoon, sexy cartoon character. Like that it's, it's so generic. Like that Uh could be a, but it is definitely Wilma. It's like an orange wig with like the white kind of caveman dress, you know, like with the Uh like triangle cuts down at the bottom and like goes over one, one shoulder, white pearls. Um, This is from, a website called foreplay (laughs) (laughs) 89 bucks for this, this costume. So sexy Wilma Flintstone,
2: not 69 bucks.
1: Don't know why this is like hot in 2021. I have heard no Flintstones talk in 2021. (laughs) So I, why is this like a, a great Halloween costume of 2021? I I do not know. Uh, next one, player one, sexy video game character. This definitely looks like a Mortal Kombat um, takeoff. Um, Built-in bonus, this costume does come with a mask. So your tits and ass can hang out, but your mouth and nose cannot. So that does seem, Mm. there was a Mortal Kombat movie this year and obviously masks, you know. So this does seem a little bit more on brand for 2021. So if you're going to a a Halloween party where you need to wear a mask, this is a great one. It's built in. So that's a sweet deal. Sweet.
2: Not an eyes wide shut kind of a deal?
1: No, not that kind of mask, unfortunately. Mm. All right. This is, uh, it says uh, that this is a, a takeoff on the character Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. And I don't know enough about Mortal Kombat say. to know. So okay. I'm glad that it said that. Um, again, I don't know why this, I don't get this one. This is under construction, sexy construction worker. <laughs> this is a white hard hat. Um, safety goggles, one of those like reflective safety vests, but under that just a tube top and then <laughs> a pair of shorty shorts and like um, fishnet stockings, but like with a little tool belt around it. Um, huh. I, again, I don't know why this is 2021 because it seems like, you know, construction's happening wherever. Yeah. Um, but like this seems like a real stretch on the like the sexy blank Halloween costume, right? Let's see here. Atlantis Queen. This is basically sexy Aquaman, or I guess <laughs> sexy Aqua Woman. I know Aqua person. Aqua I person. Think you need yeah. to ask
2: them what their pro- preferred pronouns are Aqua they. Um, mm-hmm.
1: There is, yeah, there is a, uh, it's basically a bathing suit that looks kind of like, like this, the gold scales on top and then the green on the bottom. Oh, sure. And then like Poseidon's trident. Um, and then, you know, like really low cut to down to, I don't know, five or six inches below the boobs. So you get a little bit of like the, the me, the mesial, the medial side boob, but not Mm -hmm. the lateral side boob. No under boob? Not really. Mm. If you if you had really big boobs, maybe a little bit under boob, but okay. but not All right. specifically. All right. Um, this next one is called Eternal Queen, um, and it kind of looks like a sexy Fiona from Shrek, because <laughs> it's like the green kind of tunicky outfit, just a really low V cut that goes a few inches below the boobs. Down into like mm-hmm. a tweel skirt that's like you can kind of see through and see the legs, and it's just like a bodysuit on top. Um, mm. So it does kind of look like sexy Shrek's girlfriend, wife, sure, whatever. That I don't, I don't remember. No, they they got
2: hitched, right? Wasn't Shrek three? They ever or, or did, did they the get? Suit?
1: But did they? Did, did they have sex before? Did did Shrek have premarital sex?
2: Yeah, I don't know. It was was a DreamWorks film, so I think they
1: could have. I got to write that down because that's got (laughs) to be the title of the show. (laughs) Hold on. Did Shrek have premarital sex? Okay, good. There we go. All right. Thank you for that housekeeping there, Lance. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, (laughs) Awesome. The next costume is uh, Mad Gambler. And this is very much like Sexy Joker is what this looks like. But it's not oh. Harley Quinn. That is, those are two separate things. So do That's not mm-hmm. do not mix those up. But it, it, this is, it's yeah, imagine if Harley, if, not if Harley, Jesus. Imagine if Joker <laughs> were a girl and also mm-hmm. dressed like a slut but also had crazy hair and makeup. That's kind of what this is. I'm a fan. I mean, I'm not not a fan. Right. Next one is Wow Girl, which is just a Wonder Woman ripoff. Okay. I guess there was a, wasn't there a Wonder Woman movie this year? Wonder Woman 84, didn't that come out this year? yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if it came out this year or last year just because of COVID time compression. Uh, I think it was
2: supposed to come out last year. Honestly, I I don't know.
1: Yeah, all that shit got pushed back. Yeah. Next one up, Poison Temptress. Uh, This very much looks like Poison Ivy. Okay. So it's like a Uh, green bikini with like these green um, like sleeves and then the red hair and it looks like there's leaves everywhere. Gotcha. I I, like Poison Ivy generally is a sexy outfit. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I would say like sexy Poison Ivy because Poison Ivy itself the Mm -hmm. character Poison Ivy is always like has some sex component to it. Right. Right. So I think it's just it's just Poison Ivy. Yeah. Um God. Sexy devil doll killer. This is sexy Chucky, is what this is. So it's like a super tight bodysuit that looks like overalls with like the kid's t-shirt on underneath it. But there's okay. a big section cut out above the boobs, so you get to see some cleavage. Nice. And then you get to see a little side torso because it's kind of like the uh, the kiddie t-shirt, the like stripes t-shirt underneath it, like. Ends just oh. under the boobs.
2: Gotcha. Just under. Sexy so.
1: child play. Damn it. Doesn't sound great. I've never understood the child's play thing.
2: Yeah, we watched that the other day.
1: Because, like, again. all right, so I get like Michael Myers. He's like six four, two hundred forty oh, yeah. pounds. He's a big fucking guy. He could play small forward. You know, he could yeah. like he could he could guard Charles Barkley for a little while if he needed to. You know, sure. Uh-huh. I'm not saying like big minutes. Like he couldn't guard Chuck for like 38 minutes a game, but he you no. could get 10 minutes and like four fouls out of Michael Myers against Chuck and like sure. hold, hold Charles Barkley in check. The fucking Chucky doll is a foot and a half. Like just kick it. Yeah, just fucking that's kick what, the thing.
2: That's what I kept saying through the whole thing. Just punt that bitch. Just
1: yeah. <laughs> like all you need is like if Justin Tucker is around, fucking Chucky's done. If Justin Tucker yeah. or um, who's who's your punter for the Seahawks, the, Michael. T- uh, Dixon, Dickerson. Yeah. Whatever. The Seahawks punter. If Justin yeah. Tucker or the Seahawks punter is around, the fucking thing is gone. Like, you just kick him to the fucking moon. Yeah. It's like, why is everybody scared of this fucking doll? I never
2: understood it. Never as, at all. It's just definitely, you need to do the, the South Park. Uh, kick the baby.
1: Yeah. Just kick the fucking thing.
2: Right through the uprights.
1: What, what? Why are there four sequels? No one's figured this out at any point.
2: Nah. No, they were ridiculous. Yeah. Um, was, was not a fan when my daughter had it on, or it was starting that as it came home to have okay. dinner. And it was like, what the fuck is it? That's Fine. another one. They
1: just, every few years, they just remake it. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like the source material on that one. <laughs> Generally, like what makes a rework or, or, or a remake good is like it. Where it's like, the source material's good, it just wasn't in the right hands the first time. Right. And it's like, exactly. all right, let's get into somebody with the right hands. Like, oh, now, all right, now this is fucking good. I, I don't... Steven fucking Spielberg could direct that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I just, just the source material is just not great. Next costume, Lost Slipper Princess. So this is a skanky <laughs> Disney, Disney character. Yeah. Which one's is it? Cinderella? Cinderella She's the one would be. She yeah. loses the slipper. Yeah, so yeah. it's just uh, like a... a, a a very short Cinderella dress, basically. Um, I don't know if it comes with shoes or not. <laughs> Holy shit. This is, this is something else. Evil Burger Babe is the name of this costume. This is definitely Sexy Wendy from Wendy's, but also a murderer. <laughs> so this is a really tight niche of, of fetish here. Wow. I think. That's happening. So we've got like, just imagine what Wendy looks like. The fucking red wig with like the bangs and the um, pigtails in like a blue and white striped dress, except like make it a little bit sexier and then blood splatter all over it and then kind of a short skirt with leggings. And this particular model has on Doc Martin boots. So there you go. The sure sign of a killer. This this is from Yandy. This is uh, sixty two dollars. Again, it's Evil Burger Babe. You can uh-huh. uh, just Google this. Um, I I feel like Wendy has been a serial killer for a long time. It's just that her the way she kills is with cholesterol, not with mm-hmm. not not. It's, 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 a, long it's, a, con. it's a long game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's playing yeah. the long game here. Um, mm-hmm. This Wendy is obviously. Tired of getting molested by her dad, Dave, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> who I think is dead. Pretty he sure. is dead, I but think he had he the died. best candy, but yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I just accused him of molesting his daughter, which I'm sure never happened. So well, rest in peace, Dave Thomas. Oh, God. Creepy chicken colonel. So this is a man's <laughs> costume. Okay. And this is uh, this is the colonel, but with blood splatter all over the white suit. Does make it s- this gives it a little bit more of like a slave owner vibe when it, <laughs> when the white suit is is splattered with blood. Uh-huh. This does make me think less of Colonel Sanders and more of a slave owner, which is okay. a particularly tough look.
2: Hmm.
1: Um. Yeah. This is not a sexy costume, though, because this is for men, and it does cover everything. Um, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. And that's it. That's the last one. Did huh. you hear about anything on there that, that you were you were into, like maybe something that, that struck your fancy?: Yeah, no.: No, nothing that, that you that you were no. clamoring excited? to no. I want you to keep in mind that that was their best of costume list. <laughs> there is also a worst, worst. of costume list that is 25. And um I we don't necessarily have the time to go through them. There is a sexy grinch. Okay.
2: Not really a uh, Halloween vibe, but okay.
1: No. There is also a uh, a male version of a sexy Buzz Lightyear that comes in like little hot pants and <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, imagine if Buzz Lightyear was just wearing underwear. That's basically what this is.
2: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Actually, I'm gonna get that. I think I would. I don't think I could pull that off, but I think that's the point. Um. Yeah. The, these are bad. These are bad. Uh. But I would argue the ones that we did that were supposedly the best were even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Setting the bar. Pretty. Sideways. Well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm just, there's too much to get into here, Lance. If you want to find out more about this, then, um, just go to gizmodo.com and search for costumes and you will find it. Um, there, there is a few more, uh, male costumes on here, which, uh, do involve a lot of hot pants. There's see what I don't get. There's a poisonous babe on this one too. It's basically just the same fucking thing as the other one, just like has a twill hmm. skirt versus the other one doesn't. So like, I don't know like how you put one on the best of and one on the worst of. Like exactly, exactly well, the same.
2: That does not make sense.
1: Um, I mean, all of these... Oh, my God. Naughty nerd <laughs> is really tough because it's just... It's like little hot pants with suspenders, but no shirt, and then a bow tie around the neck, and then glasses with a, um, the fucking tape wrapped in the middle of them. Yeah, that's... That's, um, that's a tough... Tough costume. I'm going to need like a pocket protector tattooed on or something. Sure. Um, a lot of these are the same. Here's Super Hottie, which is the same as like, like Wow Woman.
2: Right, right.
1: It's the exact well, fucking same costume.
2: It's like the definition of mediocre, you know, or, or average. You know, are you the best of the worst or the
1: worst of the best? Well, if you're right there in the middle, you're both. Yeah, that's, that's what I think they all are. That's it. There's no fucking Squid Games in any of this. You're telling me that that doesn't make like the, the costume of the year for any of these lists, good or bad? It uh, probably came out right
2: before Squid Games
1: got released. Yeah, or is there a way to... I don't know if there's a way to do sexy Squid Games. Is this like the yeah. green jumpsuit, like not really conducive to sexiness. And no. also like the red thing with the mask, also not conducive to sexiness.
2: So... Yeah. There's no sexy Squid Games.
1: Just can't be done. No, no, yeah, no, not at all. Um, well, uh, this is an advice show, I guess. We answer your questions, we answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit! Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice 35 minutes into the show. <laughs> so, please, <laughs> we need your questions, they are the sustenance we crave. We really, your really need to them working interferences at gmail.com. No, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Oh, fuck no. We don't want a bunch of important questions, like who's the best CEREC teacher? Because we all know that Todd Ehrlich is the best CEREC teacher ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. From the subreddit of anti-MLM, this is from Reddit user BetterDays89, my dentist just used my personal info to contact me and try to involve me in her MLM. Isn't this a breach of privacy? I live in Italy. I guess let me start this over. I live in Italy. (laughs) I'm actually in shock about this. Uh, So I have braces, and I've been seeing this orthodontist for about two years now. She works as a sort of private contractor for my dentist studio. I've never spoken to this woman outside of my office in my life, outside of the office in my life. Tonight she calls me on my cell, and I thought it was weird when she says, I want to talk to you about something not related to your treatment. Now I know the MLM sign so I instantly knew what was up and she asked if I wanted to make some extra money but she couldn't tell me what was the job and I had to meet her on her Zoom or for a coffee to learn more. I'm a bit shy so at first I accepted it because I didn't want to say no but then I texted her telling her I had changed my mind. She was nice enough but still tried to turn the screw in the text by saying I was smart and this was a great opportunity if I changed my mind. I checked on her Facebook and sure enough, I found her Facebook page shilling some weird MLM beauty products. I honestly feel violated. I definitely feel this was unprofessional. Doesn't it break some sort of privacy law to use my data like that to contact me about something like this? I want to contact my dentist office and let them know because I doubt they know she's doing this. Advice would be appreciated. Am I crazy for thinking this was inappropriate?
2: Yeah, that's inappropriate. Yeah, that's just that's not what you do. I don't even like the people that just sell stuff passively on the display on the shelves in their in their office.
1: Yeah, know? I mean uh, yeah, I mean I we always have like prevident five thousand or whatever. But are you getting the
2: kickback or pyramid thing with that the thing? I mean
1: No, I just buy it no. from fucking Henry Shine yeah. and, and pay the what I just charge what I pay for it.
2: Right, that that's fine. It's I the mean, ones where they're they're selling the shit that's part of a MLM, and yeah, no, nah, that's not no. I think someone brought up they had a hygienist that was trying to sell like MLM something in the operatory, and yeah,
1: that's. I mean, all of these are hard nosed. Do you remember yeah. when I said that there was like fifteen people that I would sacrifice, uh-huh. <laughs> in order to get Todd back? Yeah, this it's make it sixteen. This is the like this fucking orthodontist right here.
2: Yeah,
1: that's selling this this. I'm I'm gonna guess it's like the Italian version of Rodan and Fields, which I'm guessing is just fucking olive oil you rub on your face. If I know these fucking Italians, if I know these Italians, Lance, (laughs) that's what it is.
0: (laughs) Pretty much, it's
1: just just fucking spaghetti sauce that you just rub under your eyes. It's good for the. It's good for the dark spots under your eyes. You put the tomato sauce on there.
2: I'm pretty sure they, they, they just have a bathtub full of marinara sauce and just. Yeah, uh, for sure.
1: They just dabble you it, it on.
2: Yeah, like, some places y- they have you the get mudding. It. They go into. Yeah, they do the mud.
1: And then they'll get, they'll get a dollop of that like uh, spaghetti sauce and they'll put it like, uh-huh. on, their, on their wrists and then they'll and like, be... rub it on their neck. Yeah. 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 Um, like it's fucking Chanel perfume. Yeah. Um, these fucking Italians. Get the chef um, Boyardee. Oh, wouldn't it be great if that was the MLM? <laughs>
2: but just spaghettios.: I have,
1: I have this great MLM for you to get involved, and you can make so much money selling the spaghettios. Um. <laughs> yeah, this is inappropriate. Yeah. If it, even if it were the orthodontist's own practice, and they own the practice, it would be, it would be shitty. It would be inappropriate and shitty. Wow. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think like it's like a fireball. Like, you know, I mean, I, it, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to word this because you can't get fired from a practice that you own. Right, right. It's, I, I, hate, I hate to use this word. It's not a cancelable offense, meaning like you shouldn't get canceled for this. Okay. But... If you did this to somebody, I would have no qualms about them transferring to another orthodontist.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: I don't think she needs to lose her practice. But here's the thing. is like she's working for another dentist. So this is like right. way the fuck out of line. Right.
2: Yeah. I'd be curious to know if the, the owner dentist even knew that the orthodontist Of course they don't know. Was- That's
1: why it went through the cell phone. Yeah. It didn't happen in the office. Yeah. How much money can you make from that bullshit?
2: Well, that was the other thing I was wondering was, you know, because really the best money to be made in dentistry
1: is just to be a fucking dentist. So... To be a fucking orthodontist. Or How this easy case, is it to be an orthodontist? Like people come to you wanting treatment. Yeah. In every other dentistry, in every other, other, every other specialty, we have to tell them and like educate them on why they need what they need. Right. And in ortho, they're just like, can I give you $7,500? Right. Where Can I give it to you today? Uh-huh. Like how do we do this? They just show up and they're fucking ready like they want it.
2: They're literally, take my money.
1: Yes. So why wouldn't you put your fucking focus on that?
2: I don't know. Well, maybe in Italy it's not as um, the, the way it is here in the States. Maybe it's, yeah, I don't know. Making some assumptions here because we're the privileged Americans. I don't really know.
1: Uh, one of the comments on here says, Italians are protected under GDPR, uh, and the punishment for it can be severe. Her practice can be closed, and she could be looking at hundred euro, 100,000 euro in fines, depending on how many people she contacted. You oh, do wow. not fuck around with personal info in the EU. What does GDPR stand for? I'm thinking it's something like... Um, uh what what could the G be grape leaves uh Dominus prosciutto rigatoni right Dominus is a wine but I'm pretty sure it's from France
2: Global data protection laws
1: Oh no, or- I'm sorry Dominus is a a Bordeaux. A uh, brand, a uh, Bordeaux blend from Napa. Never mind, but it is a Bordeaux. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I would assume like Europe is kind of harder on all that shit. Like Europe kind of doesn't fuck around.
2: Yeah. Okay. And
1: all those fines in Europe and shit like that, like any governmental fine, uh-huh. is like way worse in Europe than it would be here.
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: I don't know if there would be a fine here. Is that, a, is that a HIPAA violation? It's not ethical. We know that. It is yeah, not ethical. But is it ethical. like a legal problem? Yeah, I think that would fall under the HIPAA limitations. So, But she's using the contact... She's not giving the contact information to somebody else to contact them to sell right. spaghetti oil, spaghetti sauce. She's using it herself, and it was willfully given. Now, I guess there's an argument if it was given in as in as it pertains to the treatment not yeah fucking
2: yeah i think it's just an ethics violation you know they're, they're i think it's coming ethical yeah but i probably not a HIPAA thing or any of that because yeah she didn't get it incorrectly she just used the information she yeah. had poorly hmm That's a good question.
1: Um some attorneys on this say that HIPAA would not cover this in the US. Okay. Which I think I, th- I again, I think it's because she's not giving that data to a third party. She's using it herself. This right. is definitely an overstep of that relationship. Yeah. But I don't think it I don't think it's that. I don't know. Um you just have to transfer, right? You you can't yeah. continue to be a patient there. Yeah, just get your records. The problem is, is like transferring ortho is kind of a pain in the ass. It's true. I had to transfer an uh, Invisalign case to somebody in Virginia. It was like I just started this case and like I really uh, spent a lot of time on the clincheck. Yeah. Like really hammered it out. I had the clincheck cowboys at AACA look at it and got good input and like really got a good could clinch again and like before trace six is a like, goal moving to virginia god damn it so yeah. then like i had to go to the aca website and find somebody and like he kid paid in full so then i had to write a check to this dentist and i tried to like use the <laughs> i don't i don't try this shit often but i tried to like use the like don't you know who i am <laughs> <laughs> okay, to like hey right. like i'm josh woston you may remember me from <laughs> um <laughs> and, and she was like, my transfer fee is $1,500 plus $750 for the Vivera. And holy fuck. I'm undercharging for my fucking Vivera. Wow. Um, and, um, I've taken on a bunch of fucking transfers like, ah, whatever, just 300 bucks or something. You know, I like, just like, oh, it'll be no big deal. It's like five more trays. Then it always ends up being about a bunch fucking more trays. Right. And, uh, a lot, a lot more work than, than I would have thought. So I should just take her fucking advice. And yeah. her just uh do like her and just be like fifteen hundred transfer fee and then um, yeah. 700 seven hundred for the fucking Jesus right her wrote this fucking lady a huge check. Oh. um yeah, so transferring ortho sucks and it gets it's a sticky wicket for sure. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go back to this person, would you? Yeah, once once the trust is
2: violated, it, it's just you can't get it back. Uh as a patient, I just time to move on.
1: There's plenty of things that I can forgive, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. as far as this kind of thing goes. So, like, the, the, the calling me to sell me MLM is, like, one of those just, like, it's like Harry Potter. There's, like, the four unforgivable curses. Right. This is one of those. You try to sell me MLM, I'm fucking out. I don't yeah. care who you are. <laughs> yeah. I am fucking out of there. Absolutely. Um, these fucking Italian MLMs, this spaghetti sauce bullshit. Is that? Are we being racist towards Italians? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think you can. Can you?
2: Wait, we didn't like call him like a Dago wop or anything, you know. Uh, <laughs> you just did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean they're like beautiful people. Yeah, like, they like they all look love? amazing. They're all fucking skinny. They all eat fucking pasta all the time. They're all skinny. They all yeah. like smoke cigarettes and ride their fucking little vespas. Vespas. Mm-hmm. They live in this amazing country. That's like yeah. sandwiched in between these beautiful beaches on the Adriatic and the uh, Mediterranean, Mediterranean. Yeah. and then have the fucking Swiss Alps right next to them. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I don't think you can really make like. I I just there's no making fun of, you know what I mean? Like, how personally can you take it when you fucking live in Italy? Like, calm down.
2: I mean, even if you try to make fun of them, they probably just look at you and go,
1: "Yeah, (laughs) whatever." Yeah, they would. They don't fucking like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like pasta sauce. Fuck you.
2: Yeah, want some?
1: Yeah, and I I (laughs) eat pasta every fucking day. I weigh 160 pounds. Fuck Uh yourself. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, it's um. They're they're. Italians have fucking haven't made man. Pretty Can you much. imagine living in Italy?
2: I have tried to imagine living in Italy. Yeah,
1: would that be one of your places? It doesn't come up when you talk about Italy very often, or when you talk about Europe. Italy doesn't yeah. come up as like one of your places.
2: Yeah, I haven't been yet. I keep meaning to go, and other things happen. And
1: the so. problem is, is like it's it's really like kind of like four countries in one. Yeah, it's at least three countries in one because you got like northern Italy, uh huh, which is. You know, kind of, it's like sort of up in the mountains, right? It's a little, it's oh, a little yeah. old, like Switzerland. Lake you know, Como,
2: you're the Italian Alps. You're yeah, you're up there. it's it's
1: it's very it's it's you know it's it's uh, it's it's almost Swiss. And then you've got central Italy, just like Rome and all that, and that's like sure. Tuscany, I like that's what you fucking imagine is like Italy, you know, like yeah. the fucking grapevines and the from the, the Amalfi uh, Coast is you know yeah, and then you've got then you've got southern Italy with like the you know it's like you're, it's almost like Greece, you know, like mm-hmm. it's almost like being on on the Greek islands. Um, so it's really kind of three countries in one and that's probably a, it's fucking at least a, at least a two week trip, probably three, probably. to be honest with you. Yeah. We at were supposed least to go two.
2: last, last year. We had tickets and everything. Uh, everybody we was like, graduating. We were going to celebrate
1: all of. Yeah. Where, where the, are you heading into? Like heading into Rome? We were going to head, we, we were landing Venice
2: and we were going to drive on down to Rome and then we we're actually going to okay. leave from Greece. So we okay. were Then like a boat
1: trip over from yeah.
2: Yep, short little ferry ride.
1: And then um do a little don't make fun of of people that are short <laughs> and um Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been fucking great. Um yeah. it's I mean they so I've only down. ever been to Rome, so okay. um but Rome's a great fucking city, you know, which yeah. is unbelievable. Um Yeah, Italians. You imagine being a fucking orthodontist in Italy, Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, if I did, I wouldn't screw it up and try to do an and MLM. And
1: sell Rodan and Fields. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you think that this orthodontist, this female orthodontist, has a sweatshirt that says boss babe? <laughs> <laughs> or like hashtag girlboss boss like on her posts yeah. and shit like that?
2: You know, I, I kind of doubt it, but, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I'm um I'm still fucking jealous of being an orthodontist in, in Yeah. In Italy. In Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Um there are a few um <laughs> posts in anti MLM about dental offices. This one has a uh a, a photo of a shelving unit that's inside the waiting room that says um has a bunch of Rodan and Fields products and the title of this post is on this episode of who's pushing MLM at my dentist's office is it the dentist or his wife or a hygienist find out never because I'm switching dentists it's the wife there's no fucking question about it it's the wife it's got to be it's not the den- it's not the male dentist i can a fucking i can yeah. like rest assured on that one and it's not that the, the dentist isn't going to let his hygienist do this. It has to be his fucking wife. Mm-hmm. I know several dentists who do this fucking Rodan and Fields thing.
2: Really? That's crazy.
1: And I just like, I mean, how many people are you scaring away like that you could have done one fucking crown on? And gotten what would you what you what you would have like hustled your ass off for in a month of Rodan and Fields. Wild, 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 wild. Let's see if there's any other stuff. Um, this is <laughs> this is a text message. Hi, blank. I know I've already messaged you about Rodan and Fields, and I know you've ignored me because you're probably thinking the same thing. I did for a long time, but I keep coming back to you because the side gig is too good not to share. Of course it is. Of course. I've been able to build a side business from my phone in the small pockets of my busy day resulting in a substantial passive income. I once asked my dentist friend why she's doing Rodana Fields and her answer was because I can cut back to part-time, but my dental school debt won't go Um. (laughs) part-time. My God. (laughs) Here's another one. Here's essential oils. Found this in my dentist waiting area, but she did say that, uh, that it's air refreshener. So hopefully she's not part of this MLM bullshit. Um, it's just a bunch of, of essential oils. Wow. I love this. So here's another good one. Guess I need a new dentist. And then it's just a picture of the dental office and like on a desk in the dental office is a box from Arbon.
2: Uh, what's Arbon?
1: It's like uh, fucking Advocare or one of those, you know. Uh, so it's like right. nutritional bullshit. It's like shit you put in your water that's supposed to make whatever. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck me. What a bunch of bullshit. Um, here is. Okay. So this is a, somebody had asked their dentist about an MLM toothpaste, and this is their response. Please don't buy expensive toothpaste off Facebook. I've personally seen patients who are a dental mess who needed me to remove multiple teeth, advertising their favorite charcoal toothpaste on social media using doctored up photos. Another trick is if the toothpaste list Aqua as a major ingredient, it is because it is being labeled as in a cosmetic product and following different labeling standards. This is usually because there's insufficient evidence or the company hasn't spent the time or money to actually research whether or not their product actually does anything. So it gets labeled as a cosmetic and they call it a day. Don't buy MLM toothpaste. I would a hundred percent agree with that. Interesting. I just can't fathom. being a dentist and getting in on this shit.
2: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Really wild. Lance, I think that's going to be about it for tonight.
2: Okay, real quick, I wanted to give a shout out. I went to a CE course over the weekend and um, I went up to, Salvin had a booth in the back and so I went to just be friendly and, and buy some shit and this guy comes up to me and he goes, are you Lance Timmerman? And I was like, uh, shit, maybe. Who's asking? And it's this guy, his name is Jeff Langdon. And he, uh, he goes, yeah, I've been listening to your podcast since I was in dental school. He looks like a fairly wow. recent grad. Okay. good. And he actually had, was listening to an episode on the way in. He had a long drive to come into the, the CE and had just been listening. So I don't know if he recognized my voice or saw, saw my name on the list. And he's like, uh... Yeah, he introduced himself. He's a super nice guy. He was great. Totally happy that it was a multi-day thing. The next day he comes in, and he says, "Yeah, I was listening to one of my other favorite podcasts. You ever heard of the Dental Amigos?" And I looked at I must have been, it must have been a great face because he just starts laughing and uh <laughs> and I'm like, "Ah, okay." <laughs> That's so, a good one. He, he got, almost had you. That's a good totally, one. No, he got me. He totally got me. And then he goes, you know, I'm really surprised to see you here at this class. that's put on by a periodonist. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. You're not wrong to, to, to question that. But anyway, he was, he was a nice guy. I look forward to seeing him again in the future courses and
1: such. And, and he's uh, from, you said he's from Oregon?
2: Well, he lives in Longview, Washington, but he works across the river in Oregon. And uh, is that
1: a common thing
2: i don't think so um okay he's in this town called rainier and it's it's just a podunk little nothing town um but it's commutable and so he okay. doesn't have doesn't have a washington license but has an oregon license but for where he's at that that totally works
1: okay um but yeah he's is, is this playing the like like income tax sales tax game kind of thing right
2: it it does, it's a little more advantageous that way. I do know some guys that... I think that...
1: Gillespie, does, Greg Gillespie does that, where he like kind okay. of lives on the border and like yeah, pays income tax or does, it doesn't have stake income tax in Washington where he resides but buys all his shit like just yep. across the river in Oregon or whatever. Yeah, that's a very... Where there's no, no sales no tax. No sales
2: tax, yeah.
1: Pretty so. sweet deal, man. You, you, you uh, Northwesterners, I'm surprised that there's like those loopholes up there with the all the the sort of... Uh, well, then they fuck you with all the other sales tax and,
2: and everything else like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was a class where in the middle of class on Friday, I realized I really need to up my sedation game. And so um, I'm registering for... I'm, I'm Googling. I'm asking people what's the best thing to do. And I, I started the process um, for the docs IV sedation course where you're doing a lot of it online, but then you go into Lexington to... Um, do the hands-on part, and here's here's the bullshit part of the whole thing. Is I started the whole thing. Their website was having an issue, and so they started. I put a deposit down, but it didn't clear until Monday, and they, they were having the issue. So I said, "Let's just call. I'll, I'll call you on Monday and get it all figured out." So I got everything figured yesterday, and I get a phone call today, and these bastards said, "Yeah, um, it filled up over the weekend, so I got to move you to March." And I said, mm. "No." What, why not? I said, well, I, I, I barely, my schedule is a mess. And so I found something that worked. March doesn't work. Okay, well, then April. No. And so she's like, well, what do you want? Do you want me to refund then? I'm like, no, I don't. But that sounds like the only thing I get to do. So uh, yeah, cancel all, everything that we went through. And uh, so yeah, fuck you docs.
1: <laughs> fuck you in the ear hole. So is this, is this Hoff Powers business or what? What's the do? <laughs> Not quite.
0: Um,
1: so. so do the So my dental school's, um, CE department has an online thing. Do they? It's just do. all online. And it's taught by this guy named Ernie Luce. Who's amazing. And well,
2: to get IV certified, you got to do 60 hours, 20 of it. Oh, you want to do
1: IV sedation? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck me, Lance. That's like a big fucking thing to bite off. Yeah, it's well, You're I, telling me they were fucking you around on that? Yeah. Cuz that's like expensive shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. That that was $25,000 that I'm saying. Yeah, Whoa.
1: well.
2: fuck off, I'll
1: find some. Ah, house. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
2: So now they got to refund all the deposits and the shit that I already paid them.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where to get. I don't know where all offers that to be honest with you. Um, cuz it's hard to get those fucking cases.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I think I found an alternative um,
1: that's just, just not as Shooting convenient. heroin outside your office in the fucking alley? You right?
2: know, we're a big fan of black tar. And, yeah. you know, we got a pipeline, a, a direct line, you know, straight from Mexico right right to our uh, yeah, back door. Chase
1: the fucking dragon, man. Mm-hmm. I think it probably goes through Canada, to be honest with you. So, I don't think it's a direct pipeline. I think it has it like a stopover, you know? That, that could be. That could be. Um, I think it's probably easier to get it down from the north into the states than it would be to bring it up from Mexico. Which is my... That's just my thought.
2: I think there's some truth to that. Um, but our borders are still kind of...
1: Because no one expects the Canadians, eh? <laughs> oh, hey there. My name is Paul, and I'm here <laughs> with this stuff. And uh, I, there's nothing in my in my fender caps here. There's nothing in those panels there at all. Oh no, that's just hockey memorabilia. Oh, sorry, that's right. Sorry, that's that's just my hockey memorabilia. That might be my poutine. Do you know Rick Moranis from SCTV? <laughs> yeah, eh, he's my cousin. Um, so that that's normally how they get the that's normally how they get the dragon down here. Gotcha. Yeah, but I mean, why? I, I you could sedate with heroin. Why couldn't you? It's just basically fentanyl. <laughs> It's so no idea. different, really. Same idea. It's probably easier to get. That's right. Easier to get the fucking heroin than it is <laughs> the fentanyl. And probably less likely to OD a patient on it, to be honest with you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, actually. Yeah.
1: Um, they just come back and they fucking fucking like, went from being a successful CEO <laughs> to like, just fucking heroin addict and just can't, can't get enough. Can you sedate me again, doc? Please. It's probably a real practice builder. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a taste. This is called being a drug dealer. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> you have any friends that are heroin addicts? <laughs> if so, Probably. tell them about the show. That's how we go to the show. One new heroin addict. Do you think there's a heroin addict? Like People are like, like, you know, there's like a podcast where people are fans or into anything. Uh-huh. You know, like super into, uh, I don't know, the fucking Game of Thrones or whatever. Like there's uh, hundreds of podcasts are all about that. He's just like, uh, like, tips and tricks for heroin users podcast. It's got to be. He's like, tell you what veins to go into, like, what size needles to use.
2: Huh. Here's one. Um, her- <laughs> heroin uncut. It's a blunt, honest look at the opioid crisis, recovering drug. At- okay. Yeah. Not quite. No, a-
1: I just want, I want like fucking insider <laughs> tips, you know, yeah. tips and tricks, just pearls, just heroin pearls. Just, uh, you call it chasing the dragon pot. That's and it's right. just like just halfway through. Just one of the hosts just like slumps over. Oh.
2: <laughs> What's the best spoon to use when you're going to yeah. cook?
1: Uh... <laughs> oh, the spoons at Denny's are they been the best, man? And they <laughs> and they transfer the most heat. They have they have the least amount of heat sink on those spoons. Oh, fucking Eddie's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I would listen to that, I think. It's just like if if hosts were just dying in the middle of the show, I feel like I would say, welcome to Brian, our new host, because Eddie died on the show last week, and Brian's a new user, so it's going to take him a little while to build up his tolerance.
2: It's kind of like the drummers in Spinal Tap. They're they're always replacing them. So the co-host is always always new.
1: new Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> oh fuck me. I mean, I'm sure they're weed podcasts. I have no doubt that they're oh, yeah. weed podcasts. Oh yeah. But that seems like cool, you know? Well, because it is. But illegal, when you start you know. getting into some of the heavier stuff. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a yeah. little tougher. Look. Yeah, a little bit. A little the chasing the dragon pod. <laughs> kind of like they have merch, and then you buy it, oh, right. and they just never fucking send it to you because they OD'd.
0: <laughs> like, oh.
1: They
2: died in shipping. Yeah.
1: Just. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Tell If you have anybody that's addicted to heroin, tell them about this show. They'll, they'll probably download a few of them before they overdose. Um, Lance, what's your favorite number? Big fan of five. Love the number five. Um, hit us up with a 5-2 rating. rating. Jesus Five star rating, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. For flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits: social Facebook, Winterferences, Josh and Lance, Funny Stripper, Dennis and Dental Team members. Twitter at Winterferences, Instagram at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at Chasing the Dragon Pod. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Dr. Timmerman, DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin, DDS. Smash that follow button. Um, Lance, I'm gonna pick a song tonight that I'm gonna I'm gonna just shout out to Todd, and this may okay. be a song that I've played before. I don't know, okay. um, and I don't really fucking care. Um, but uh, this is a song by John Mayer, who um, I've played mm-hmm. shit from before, and it's called uh, "You're Gonna Live Forever in Me," and um, it's a pretty sad song, and it's a pretty sad day. So um, I think that kind of kind of speaks to speaks to it. Todd was always. Always willing to share knowledge with me and and, uh, do anything he could to help me, and um, never, you always treated me with respect. Um, he was really just a, a stand up guy, and he'll be missed, and he is going to live forever in me. So, for Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Waston. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Go hug your kids.
0: It all ends unfortunately But you're gonna live forever in me I guarantee Just wait and see Parts of me were made by you And planets keep their distance too The moon's got a grip on the sea And you're gonna live forever in me I guarantee it's your destiny Life is full of sweet mistakes And love's an honest one to make Time leaves no fruit on the tree But you're gonna live forever in me I guarantee It's just meant to be